Welcome all you good movie buddies to the Popcorn Diet, a podcast for those who live on a steady diet of movie, theater, popcorn, and other movie snacks like the stuff that you gotta pack in your backpack when you go to Comic-Con. I'm talking beef jerky, I'm talking nuts, I'm talking lots and lots of water. As usual, my name is Rick Williamson, your very best good movie buddy, and with us as usual is our other good movie buddy, the Canadian machine, Mr. David Melhorn. David, how you doing today? I'm a little sad. Yeah? Why are you sad? I wasn't at Comic-Con. Well, I'm not sad per se about it. Um, have we? Have you ever legitimately tried to go to Comic-Con? I've tried you, to get tickets. Have you considered it? I've tried to get tickets. I've been to Comic-Con, just not inside of not Comic-Con. Not inside the Comic-Con. Because you've been in San, San Diego. Diego during the festivities. Yeah. So I've gone down there and there's tons of stuff to do. I mean, it's it's not exactly not worth it to go down there. Even if you don't have tickets, I mean, sure. there's still tons of stuff to do. So if you just want to be around to the action, have some fun with some nerds and see, sure. get some free stuff, you can do that without it takes over downtown San Diego. Very much so. So uh, a few years ago, I attempted to buy tickets to Comic-Con and it was more frustrating than trying to buy a Mondo movie poster at the time of sale. Like it, the entire process really turned me off to it. If I'm being completely honest. And there was always something about like, you know, I I, I never grew up a comic book kid. Sure. I never grew up an anime kid. I never grew up a Dungeons and Dragons kid or, or, or anything like that or, or a card game kid. Like that wasn't me. I was movies. And Comic-Con is only partially movies or or even TV shows because we watch a lot of superhero TV shows and shit um, or fantasy TV shows, what have you. Uh, and so, like, I feel like I would go to Comic-Con and I would only focus on one particular thing, and that is Hall H. Hall H is the, the big hall. That's where all the big movie studios come in. And just from everything I always hear, it's like you got to camp out for 13 hours to get into Hall H and that... David, I don't like camping for fun, much less camping on a on a concrete walkway with a bunch of mouth breathers, you know, who who forget to wear deodorant. And I'm being very, very. Uh, we camped out for Star Wars. I mean, yeah, we did in Arizona heat. Yeah, I May. guess we I guess we did that. Yeah, but we were first in line. It's true. And I don't know if I would even do that again. <laughs> You're getting old. I am getting, we are, we are, we, let's be clear. We are getting old. Time is undefeated, as they say. You're getting old. But uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Despite the fact that the Canadian machine and, and myself did not go to Comic-Con this year, that doesn't mean that we weren't paying attention to everything that was happening at Comic-Con. And if you follow us on Twitter, then you saw some of the biggest reveals in regards to movies from Comic-Con this year. We're going to be breaking down some of the footage that has come out, some of the news that has come out, talking about Comic-Con a little bit. We're actually going to watch some trailers that you can watch with us during this episode. We're doing a little bit of an experimentation here where we're going to do a little live reaction to some of the trailers. Um, but David, before I did that, before we do that, I kind of wanted to go down the list of some of the pieces of movie news and footage that was screened that um, that we're not going to be able to watch, unfortunately. And that's one of the big things about Comic-Con is, is sometimes they bring exclusive stuff just for the attendees. Is that enough to get me to come there one day? I don't know. It hasn't been yet. Um, so I wanted to kind of bullet point like five or six different movies that are coming out. Full disclosure that... 
some of this could be considered spoilers. Uh, some of the conversation that we're going to be having is based on, you know, footage that was shown. It's based on conversations that have been made with the filmmakers and the talent and it's speculation that we've read. So whether or not some of the speculation turns out to be true, we'll, we'll see. Um, but some of these, um, you know, some of the spoilers, like, for example, you know, they showed some Halloween footage. And I don't think it's a spoiler to say that Michael Myers killed some people in that Halloween footage. Mm. Um, now, I know you are not the biggest horror movie fan, but I am jacked for Halloween, the, the new Halloween film to come out. Very excited for it. And for all intents and purposes, everything that came out of that screening, that footage was was overwhelmingly positive. Apparently, the way that Michael Myers moves is a lot less like a like a like a soup like a villain and more just like a regular dude who's just like I'm gonna kill people um and that's very interesting that kind of goes back to the original Michael Myers where he was like standing around in broad daylight in this footage he's walking around a busy street on Halloween bumping into kids and then he just walks into a house and kills somebody um so that's super interesting there was huge conversations about bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode um, and how like it kind of showed how to deal with um, kind of PTSD and being a survivor. And there was even a moment where a fan, because they have Q&A at these panels, a fan came up and said like, you know, Halloween is one of the reasons that I'm a survivor because there was an armed person in my house. And I thought, you know, what would Jamie Lee Curtis do or something like that is what they said. Right. And I could tell from your face, from the viewers who, who, who cannot or the listeners that cannot see it, that you have doubts. Regardless, these good, movies. Good for her. These mo- I think it was a him. Um, good for him. I, uh, these movies do have a big impact on people and those people show up to Comic-Con. Uh, so regardless, Halloween had a really good showing. Also had a really good showing was The Predator. Um, which is the Shane Black Predator sequel. Uh-huh. I showed a bunch of footage, really violent footage. That movie is going to have, like, super predators in it. Um, and it's essentially they were talking about how, like, the first two Predator movies were the Predators sent their two best guys to Earth, and those guys got their asses kicked. So the Predators, as a species, well, they're kind of pissed off about it. So they've been, like, juicing. They've been making better weaponry. They've been tr- doing better stuff to try and come down to this Earth and reclaim the throne. Um, apparently it's super, like a lot of the clips they showed were super funny, very Shane Black-esque, um, and very violent, which is, which is dope as hell. I'm very excited to hear about that. Sony also had a a presence there. Sony is known for the, uh, the Spider-Man movies Mm -hmm. and, uh, they had two big presences there. The first was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is the, the animated film that has Miles Morales in it. And it has um, Jake Johnson playing a 40-year-old Peter Parker. It's got Haley Steinfeld as um, Gwen Stacy, who's Spider-Gwen. But it's also got a bunch of other Spider-Mans. Like, that's kind of one of the things with the Spider-Man comic books is that there's all of these different Spider-Mans. So there's one that's called Spider-Man Noir, who's, like, black and white. He's more of a detective. He's from, like, the 40s. And he's being voiced by Nicolas Cage. And then there's another one that is called spider ham or spider pig and it is a pig with spider-man powers and that is being voiced by john mulaney wasn't that from the simpsons um sort of i think spider ham i i'm not gonna homer homer, uh, homer sings spider, spider pig, pig spider, spider pig. pig but that is like a real thing 
Um, Spider Ham is an actual character in the comic book. So, uh, so and and they're revealing more. Like Miles Morales is in it. Peter Parker's in it. So that that footage, that animated film looks really genuinely unlike a lot of the animated films that have come out. So I'm excited about it. And Sony also had Venom, and Venom is a little bit of a harder sell, I think. Um, Not for me. No, are you in on it? I'm in. You are. Oh yeah, it's Tom Hardy. Okay, okay. Um, um, that's interesting to me. I'm in on it, obviously, but they keep trying to make Venom like this cool, uh, this cool guy, like like release your anti-hero and things like that. And I'm just kind of like, fuck off. Like I'm I'm there for Venom, but it feels like they're leaning too hard into it. I again, I don't know, but apparently the footage. Had mixed reactions. Some people thought it was really goofy. Some people thought it was really cool. Um, a lot of people saw it as an excuse for Tom Hardy to do weird voices again and and converse with himself. Um, but a few kind of major things is that the villain was revealed as Riot, which is another uh, symbiote. symbiote, symbiote. Um, as it, you know, there's tons of them. There's like Carnage. And Banshee, and they're all different versions of Venom, so he's fighting that. And then apparently Venom bites a guy's head off, which is really funny considering Tom Hardy said during the panel, like, I wanted to make a movie so my kid could see. So, there's that. Maybe that that just says more about his parenting. (laughs) But it's very possible. How old is his kid? Uh, I didn't even look. He can't be that old. Well, regardless, to me, I think what gets me excited about it is anytime you have a movie that's like done strictly because it's a passion of someone sure like tom hardy wanted to make a venom movie. a venom movie sure usually the results end up good i feel like okay i can buy that definitely um two more movies we had bumblebee obviously that was the big paramount hasbro presence uh and apparently the footage was really positively received kind of a throwback to the cartoons has a lot of heart to it the designs are very simple. Um, a couple of big reveals. Number one is that Starscream actually isn't in the movie. Um, it's another jet called Blitzwing. Mm-hmm. And um, there are two uh, Decepticon villains that are triple changers. And they're voiced by Angela Bassett and Justin Thoreau. So they change from a robot to a car to jets, I think. I think mm-hmm. one of them changes to a helicopter. Uh, we're going to see Cybertron in the film, apparently, and Optimus Prime is going to make an appearance, and apparently he looks a lot more like his cartoon character, or as, as fans call it, the Generation 1 or the G1 version of it. So that's really exciting. It's really exciting to see Cena, John Cena playing a villain in it. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, Wonder Woman 1984. They literally just started shooting it three weeks ago. But they had enough footage to come in and show an action sequence, which, much like most action movies in the 80s, was set in a mall with Wonder Woman beating up bad guys in a mall. Uh, so that's really cool, too. But as far as the that type of footage, like it didn't like Wonder Woman in 1984, like they didn't really answer a lot of questions about what's going to happen. They all kind of everybody kind of played everything a little close to the vest. How Chris Pine is alive. Right. They literally, (laughs) so they, so that's what I find really funny is that like one of the first images released for Wonder Woman was Chris Pine in the eighties in a tracksuit, but there's no explanation. So that's an interesting way of marketing it in the way that they're not keeping it a secret. He's back, but what are the 
you know, what, what are the what's the reasoning behind it? What are the factors behind it? Sure. Uh, so I, I'll well, be there. Regardless. It's one thing to say he's back because, like, obviously with shooting and things like that, people were going to find out that he was back. For sure. But to show him in an 80s tracksuit basically confirms that he's in the 80s. Right. So It ain't flashbacks. It ain't flashbacks. So, like, you could have easily left the curiosity of, is he there because he's actually in it or is he mm-hmm. there just to shoot flashbacks stuff mm-hmm. you know so interesting interesting call we so. could get we could get really deep on some wonder woman shit i'm not going to right now because they didn't show us a lot so i'm not going to speculate a lot we got other things to do um so that's kind of the stuff that we can't watch right now um and obviously there was a lot of panels for like television shows like if you watch dc's shows on the cw They had trailers for all of those. They had panels for all of those, things like that. But really, there were five big movie trailers that were released publicly from Comic-Con this year. One from Universal and four from Warner Brothers. And we'll kind of talk about at the end a little bit about who wasn't there or what movies weren't there. But I wanted to take this time with you, with me, with our listeners. Now, if you're sitting in a car, obviously, you can't watch it along with us. But what we're going to do is we're going to actually play the trailer. We'll comment a little bit during the trailer, but we'll play these five trailers. We'll have the audio on here, um, or we'll try to have the audio on here. And then um, we'll kind of just break down and talk about it, just just like five minutes for each trailer or something, three, two, three minutes for each trailer, all right? So I kind of ordered these out. We're looking at five trailers. The first one is for, oh, before, oh, man, I almost forgot. Before I even get started with this, one of the things that that I love doing is keeping track of these movie trailers. You know this. Yeah. This is, this is not a surprise. Um, we are... I am starting to create a YouTube channel for the popcorn diet, but right now there's no content. But one of the things I have started doing is building a playlist of recent movie trailers. So if you're somebody who wants to go to YouTube and find the most recent movie trailers, wants to get updated, you can go and you can subscribe to this playlist right now. You can go follow it, whatever it may be. Um, We don't have a custom URL yet. You can literally go to YouTube and just search the popcorn diet trailer and it pops up and it's the it's the latest trailers from the popcorn diet there's more than 50 trailers on there right now and they go from literally mission impossible fallout coming out next week all the way to shazam or godzilla which isn't coming out till next may so a year's worth of trailers are in there some of them are big action movies some of them are smaller dramas but if you really love trailers, go to YouTube, search for the Popcorn Diet trailers. You can find these trailers as well as many others. Um, but let's start with Universal and let's start with Glass. So I'm going to cue this trailer up here and make sure that we have the audio. I think we're good. And l- let's see if this works. All right, let's get it started. It kind of starts a little funky here, but let's get it started. It's amazing to meet you. It is simply extraordinary. Maybe this will all make sense if I explain who I am. My name is Dr. Ellie Staple, and I'm a psychiatrist. My work concerns a particular type of delusion of grandeur. It's a growing field. I specialize in those individuals who believe they are superheroes. Boom. 
18 years ago, Bruce Willis played Unbreakable. I don't think these shots are put in the same. Like, suddenly they're in a pink room. She wasn't sitting in a pink room before. No, no, no. You have extraordinary gifts like something out of a comic book. Also, remember, when Unbreakable came out, that was before the only person to survive superhero movies really blew up. It's true. What do you do? I'm in security. Security. You think you have superpowers? It's a feeling. Vision. I have to touch them. You believe you are a protector. My name is Patricia. I have no question. There are two dozen identities. Got crush in this movie. I'm Mary Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. <laughs> the beast is coming any minute now for you guys. But what I am questioning is your belief that you are something more than human. And yet, and yet, it is true. My bones break easily. I've had 94 breaks in my life. But you have an extraordinary IQ. This is not a cartoon. This Philadelphia, is the real world. As always. No way. And yet, some of us still don't die with bullets. Some of us can still bend steel. I've been waiting. I like this comic book shop with the heroes and villains. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> May I meet the beast? I have for your sake that he likes you. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. A lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name. That's a pretty, that's a pretty baller trailer right there. Like, that's uh, number one. Let's give props to to Shyamalan's full blown comeback again. Like, it's I don't true. think I don't think it can be said enough that this guy was at the highest of highs, and then just has been getting kicked in the balls ever since. Admittedly, he's made some not great films, sure, but he really came back with Split in a big bad way. And I think anytime you're what I would call on the creative edge. Like, listen, if you've seen Shyamalan's movies, like, sure. He doesn't think like you or I, like, no, he puts together stories in a whole lot different way and thinks <laughs> through things in a whole lot different way than you or I. Anytime you have someone that that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like you're going to have your misses. Like you're not going to, you're not going to hit with everybody. And it's really hard when you have the monumental success that he had with six Sense. Yeah. Very similar to Spielberg's success with Jaws. The only difference is that then Spielberg went off and made Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And admittedly, like Shyamalan's next few films after Sixth Sense weren't that like he made Unbreakable. I love Unbreakable. Yeah. He made Signs. Signs which is great. Really good. But then he made like The Village. And then everybody was like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I think The Village hit a couple of different things like one, it was weird. Two, like you had such high expectations, like you sure. said, of both Shyamalan and uh, who was the main, who's the lead in that? Adrian Brody, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is in it. Yeah, you had Joaquin Phoenix and Adrian Brody, who were 
both at very peak levels of of their careers, uh-huh. and so there was such high expectations, and then it was kind it of just yeah, the twist sucked. So anyway, so seeing this happen, seeing Sam Jackson back, seeing Bruce Willis back. And McAvoy, I hear McAvoy is doing going to do 21 of his personalities in this movie. Like you get a glimpse at like five of them here, yep. which is just fantastic. Um, so, and I thought McAvoy crushed it and split. So to see this is, is really, really exciting. Interesting they're going with January for the release. Not, it, worked, it worked out. But weren't they? I thought they were February for split. They but might have been. In January. They but might have been. I'm sure um, some of it depends on where it falls as far as weekends. Like sure. with MLK and Absolutely. stuff like that. I think it's... I think this movie's going to be, I mean, not that you weren't saying this, but this movie's going to be a success no matter what. Absolutely. Like, people are going to be there for it. It might not be like $150 million, but it wouldn't shock me if it gets over 100 Yeah. Like, it would be It would be very it's easy It's just interesting to see, too. Obviously, Deadpool followed. You know, we had success in February. Let's go back to February and sure. release it again. But both of those movies were like borderline Oscar consideration. Both of them for different purposes. You talking Deadpool and Split? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, for but, writing, for mostly for writing. But mo- neither of them followed it up by saying, "Okay, maybe we were hurt by coming out sure. beginning of the year. Maybe sure. we go later in the year so we get chances at Oscars." Both nope. of them stuck to early year. Like, stay with that box office. You'll Absolutely. be fine with the box office. All right. For sure. The next one we have is the next Fantastic Beasts film, The Crimes of Grind- Grind- Grindelwald. Grindelwald. And this one you weren't so hyped about because we've already seen a trailer for this. Yeah. You this know, is a little bit more of the same. For me, I get hyped at Comic-Con when you see something, one, that either you weren't expecting to get sure. dropped there, or two, that you haven't seen anything you've just heard about. Right. Now, this this goes to the experience because at the Comic-Con, they had the cast out. They gave everybody wristbands that glowed. And, and Johnny Depp came out in character and delivered this monologue. Um, regardless of what you feel for Johnny Depp, like, it was pretty cool. Like, seeing the video of it is pretty cool. And, um, I, and I think to some point, and I could be way off base on this. Okay. But if... If you have a guy who's going to be a villain, yeah, and people kind of hate him right now, like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that doesn't necessarily work against you. Like, no, you lean into it. The, you kind of lean into it. Yeah, like, as long as it's not like, you know. But anyways, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll All see. right, so let's get this bad boy started up here. Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts two. I think this looks great. Like I'm scared, Professor. And I didn't really care for the first one all that much. Everyone. I didn't mind it, but you get back to Hogwarts, so it feels good. Ridiculous. Jude Law's playing sassy young Dumbledore. Yes. Like you're up next. That's an unusual one. What Mr. Scamander fears above everything else is having to work in an office, sir. <laughs> Go ahead, Newt. I think. You can see Dumbledore's mannerisms in Jude Law. Like, it's actually a really good performance because you see Michael Gambon in his performance. Magic blooms only in rare souls. Still, we must sculpt in shadows. (laughs) 
But the old ways serve us no longer. Harry Potter always has a specific look, and so I feel like any sequels, as long as they carry that look, yeah, have that going for them already. It helps that like the last five movies have all been directed by David Yates. Like, it's continuity. I can't move against Grindelwald. It has to be you. In your shoes, I'd probably refuse to. It's late. Good evening, Newt. Oh, come on. You underestimate your talents, Mr. Scamander. Your arrogance is a key to our victory. Muggles are not lesser. Not disposable. You're too good, Newt. You never met a monster you couldn't love. Freedus! Mr. Scamander! Do you think Dumbledore will mourn for you? I love this guy, Jacob Kowalski. Oh, he's awesome. Are you a ghost? No, I'm alive, but I'm an alchemist and therefore immortal. Oh, Nicolas Flamel. Jacob Kowalski. Oh, oh, you don't look a day over 375. I'm into it. I'm into it. I, I like, I think it's funny that they use this like fantastic beasts is there the new version of Harry Potter and yeah cuz like what in 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 reality what do the crimes of Grindelwald have to do with Fantastic Beasts I don't know at least they show a few Fantastic Beasts it's here true yeah i mean i think it's just carrying on the character of is it Newt is that his name it's, yeah Newt. Newt yeah him and his beasts i think that's probably the only thing that ties into it ish sure i mean that's the yeah i mean for lack of a better like that's that's what's tying it all together yeah so we'll see all right so we're gonna do it a little bit differently here we're not gonna end with dc all right we're gonna do dc and then we're gonna do godzilla because i think godzilla is the best trailer out of all of these i have the most to say about it so. oh perfect so that's perfect to end there but we'll do shazam and aquaman so this one's shazam again this is it feels like it's like we're getting the dc real uh uh what's the word i'm working for um rehab tour rehabilitation we're getting the dc comics rehabilitation tour here and shazam is the first in in the line of it i think shazam just looks again really fun so here we go you've run from foster homes in six it's counties like big meets i can take care of myself superman when you're 18 give these people a chance because that's what they're giving you this is billy batson make sure you make him feel at home they seem nice but don't buy it it's real Game of Thrones around here. 
dude, just messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation? No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey. Man, sorry about that. Go, go, go! Grab it! Get out the way! Daily bats. I choose you as champion. So the director of this film is a horror director, first and foremost. I feel like you get Hello? those vibes here. Oh, yeah. Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Is that, uh, what's his name? Jaiman. Jaiman. Jaiman Hansel. Are you for real? Say okay! Shazam. Shazam? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Kate Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. AM to the BM, BM to the AM. You have super strength. BM, you just Can you fly? If I quit your BM, I still rock with Sadie's home. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest. You okay? Why are you talking? BM, sit down. You know, I don't think that's gonna buff out. Your phone charged. Your phone charged. <laughs> the hell? Mark Strong, like a bad guy, another right? DC villain again. Gentlemen, you have bullet immunity. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Sorry about your window, but night. you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Going to uh, Black Panther, getting Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar song for I'm into uh, it. the trailer. I'm absolutely into it. Yeah, 100%. I, like, didn't, I didn't see Black Adam. No, The Rock. Where's The Rock? Where's The Rock? We've been told Black Adam. So it's like Zach, Zach, Zachary Levi got jacked for this role, but he's he, there's a little assistance on display here. A uh, little bit. A little bit. He's looking a little swole. He's looking a little swole. <laughs> he's a little and when swollen. I say assistance, I'm not talking steroids. I'm talking like we get some muscle suit action. <laughs> yes. Some good old-fashioned muscle suit action. Um, that's all right. You know, Michael Keaton did it when he was Batman. Clooney did it. All the greats did had a little muscle suit. So it's, it's okay. Except for like, um, except for Henry Cavill. And, but like, even like Affleck, even though as jacked as Affleck got, like you look at him in the Batman suit and it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like that is not a real human being. Um, I think that footage looks great. I think it looks funny. I think I, it's really interesting to me that, the guy who directed this directed Lights Out and Annabelle Creation. Like mm -hmm. those are his big feature films. Lights so, Out was great too. Lights Out's fantastic. Annabelle Creation is pretty good too, if we're being honest. But like you wouldn't think that that's okay. We're gonna make this comedy superhero movie, and he's gonna be your guy. But he's kind of had a passion for this. So listen, nothing else DC's doing is working. So other than Patty Jenkins, yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> And and speaking of DC, let's talk about James Wan. James Wan again from a horror horror movie roots 
to action movie bona fides to now getting in on the superhero superhero craze with some Aquaman. I really like this trailer. I think it's cuckoo bananas. Can you remind people James James Wan? Yeah, so James Wan started, um, he actually started with a, a kind of mentoring David Sandberg, who's directing um, Shazam, which we just watched. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy, he started with Saw. Like, so. going all the way back, he directed and co-wrote Saw. And then he did Dead Silence, he did the Conjuring movies, he did the Insidious movies, and then Furious 7. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, <laughs> Furious 7, which is fantastic. One of the most emotional like movies. And then he did The Conjuring 2, and now he's doing Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, he was a... He's uh, all over the place. He was a producer on Lights Out yep. and Animal Creation. Yep. He did. I mean, he's got his hand in a lot of the modern horror thrillers. But the fact that he made that jump to Furious 7 and then is now making the jump to Aquaman as like a gigantic, big budget adventure film. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So let's let's queue up Aquaman here. Let's queue my boy. I love that he's still like a bro. That's Absolutely. probably my favorite part. So Absolutely. Let's, let's let's queue it up. Watching the Aquaman trailer. My father was a lighthouse keeper. Some Django Fett action. Some my Nicole mother Kidman. was a queen. But life has a way of bringing people together. He could unite our worlds one day. Check it out. You tell me this doesn't have the same plot of Black Panther, but with the roles switched. Watch. <laughs> Fighting submarines? I'm there. Permission to come aboard. Sassy superhero one-liners? <laughs> I've been looking for you. Your half-brother, King Orm, is about to declare war upon the surface world. The only way to stop this war is for you to take your rightful place as king. Trust me, I am no king. You do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. That was the worst pet talk ever. Might want to strap in. Avatar. Naboo. <laughs> My brother has come from the surface to challenge me for the throne. I call it an ass whooping. I love that. I don't know why, but I love it. I came because I have no choice. I came to save my home and the people that I love. You think you're unworthy to lead because you're of two different worlds. Get a little monster action that here. That's exactly why you are worthy. That was awesome. coming to the surface. Black Manta, it's dope as hell. The wrath of the seven seas with me. Somebody's got Jurassic World. We're here. What are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. She have a parachute. Redheads, you gotta love them. I question if that's his real yell. I do. I question it. I'm, I, I don't believe it. 
I don't believe that that's his real yell. That woo! David, you're silent about this trailer. What's the deal? You not you're not feeling it? No, I am. I just I'm skeptical because yeah. you know what trailer I also really enjoyed. Uh, Valerian. Uh, no. I I feel like I'm on the right track. Justice what? League. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> You're not wrong, you know. So, pardon me if I'm a little skeptical. Shazam, all in. Sure. Shazam looks different. Sure. This looks similar to me as the tone that I got from Justice League. Sure. And there was nothing wrong with the trailer of Justice League. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. It was great. But then you got to the movie and it tried to do way too much. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is doing that, but it was borderline. There's... There's not. It doesn't appear to be just one bad guy. One no. There's all kinds of shit happening. Like, which just makes me start to worry. Like, is this another movie where they're gonna try to do way too much in one single movie because they're DC? They got they got Patrick Wilson. I'm always there for Patrick Wilson. James Wan bringing Patrick Wilson in from the Conjuring and Insidious movies. Mm -hmm. They got giant dinosaurs, sharks. With yep. with freaking saddles on, they got like um, the tr- those like alien monsters that look like they're following them down. Yeah, those are a race of creatures known as the the trench. Sure, I'm into all that shit. Um, we got a challenge for the throne at I mean, some point. That's some got... Black Panther. Like this is literally Black Panther. It's an outsider coming in to challenge for the throne, except their ideal their ideologies are. Flipped. We got to somehow tell the backstory of yep where yep. he came into existence. That's what I'm battles. like. Is this going to be three hours long, or are we going to cram too much into here, or is it just giving off that there's more there than we're going to find out? We'll find so, out. out of all the movies previews that have we we've watched, Fantastic Beasts will come first. That's going to come second. So we're going to know in like five months. It's true. What what how Aquaman is doing? True. Apparently, they showed a longer version of that at at the Comic Con, um, which showed him in his classic yellow and green suit. Yeah, which I'm I'm into. Yeah. They showed more of the Black Panther, or I'm sorry, Black Panther, Black Ma- uh, Manta fight. Black Manta looks awesome. Like yeah. I was fi- trying to figure out, like how are they gonna do this big ass stupid looking head? He looks great. Yeah, looks so good. I'm all about it. But this one, the final one, before we wrap this up and then we talk about some of the stuff that wasn't missed, it's Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I'm I'm gonna just be quiet for this one because it's a gorgeous trailer. So we're going to just play this son of a bitch out, all right? All right. <laughs> which is funny. I, you're laughing, and I know you have lots of things to say, which makes me nervous. So we're going to just play it. I'm going to try and be quiet, but I'm like, I'm so hyped for this shit, I can't even tell you. The mass extinction we feared has already begun, and we are the cause. We are the infection. Like all living organisms, every good movie is from legendary. legendary. <laughs> is Jason Statham in this movie somewhere? Oh my god! <laughs> and rightful rulers, the Titans. For thousands of years, look at that shit. There's a lot of people. Look at that shit. Hiding around the world, Silicon Valley. And unless all the Titans are found. Our planet will perish, and so will we. 
They are the only guarantee that life will carry on. See, it's the Bellagio fountain. I know it's like it, kind of. <laughs> a lot of waterfalls. You are out of your goddamn mind. I am sorry, but this is the only way. So many thoughts. So many thoughts. All right. What? What? First off. Let's go. I feel like they just took... and this None of these are insults by any ways. Okay. I feel like they took anybody who's been big in a TV show in the last 10 years and put them in this film. <laughs> you got Kyle Chandler from Friday Night, Friday Lights. Night Lights. You got... Uh, Vera Vera Farmiga from Bates Motel. Bates Motel. You Billy got Bobby Brown Stranger from Stranger Things. Things. You got Thomas Middleton Silicon Valley Middleton from, Sil- from Silicon Valley. You got um, Charles Dance Charles from Dance uh, Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. Even Bradley Whitford's done tons of TV. That's true as well. Some West Wing. Although all I think of him is from Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Then. It's true. There's a lot, but they're also well respected. Like oh, television yeah. actors. No, I, I think of it as a great cast. Right. Also, you've got, um, what's his name? Yeah, Ken, Ken Watanabe. Playing his same role he plays you in got every movie. Sa- Academy Award nominee Sally Hawkins, who, like, the is, big... is, is she playing the same role? Is she talking to the beast? So the big <laughs> joke was, like, which one of these monsters is she going to sleep with this time? <laughs> but no, she was actually in the first Godzilla. She was a much smaller role. Sure. Her and Ken Watanabe were the scientists, but I know. but ever since sleep, um, <laughs> Sleeping Water, Shape of Water, she blew up. Um, that's a gorgeous trailer, though, man. It is a great trailer, and it's ten months away. You got O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea in there Jackson. Too. I, little Ice Cube. I I think number one, one of the most interesting theories that I've heard is that Charles Dance is playing Tom Hiddleston's character from Kong Skull Island. Okay, I could. That's see that. very interesting to me because these are all going to tie together. There's gonna be a Godzilla versus Kong movie after this. Uh. It's 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 in the it's in the cards. Um, I love seeing all of the old monsters: Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah. Like that's amazing, and I love seeing their destruction actually like depicted on screen. Like when Rodan flies across that town and it just wipes them out. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, I think Vera. Is a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in this movie, though, because she's talking about how, like, we need to bring out the Titans. And I think that that's bad news bears. Yeah, well, I think she's the reason, obviously, they get out, and I don't think they are the solution. I mean, what, what could be solved by bringing out the Titans? I mean, we still don't know whatever is, quote-unquote, 
killing the earth or sure. whatever so we don't know i mean the argument could be is. made that humanity is a virus and yada 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 you know with the, the ways that we're destroying the earth but the last shot of the film but they're literally destroying the they're earth. literally <laughs> destroying the humanity of it um, no, they're literally destroying the earth. <laughs> the last shot of the film has godzilla roaring as like jets are flying past him as if they're on the same side but didn't he didn't he smack one of them out of the sky? I think that was Rodan's the the pterodactyl's feet oh, or okay. hands. Okay. Because King Ghidorah is the big bad son of a bitch on the planet. Like he's the one who's like double the size of Godzilla, the big three headed one. Sure. That's King Ghidorah. So he's like the main bad news bear, and I feel like at the end it's gonna be like Godzilla and Mothra and all them team teaming up to fight King Ghidorah, which is what happened in the older movies. Mm-hmm. Like King Ghidorah was the guy that because Mothra has almost always been a good guy. Like they him uh, Mothra and Godzilla have had spats before, but is is Millie Bobby Brown also playing her same character? From it Stranger feels Things? weird that she has hair. Like is that odd? <laughs> is it, is it odd that I well, think? Well, if you watch season two of Stranger Things, she's she got she's hair. got hair there. Also, does she, is she gonna have like? Some connection with these beasts? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I would be... No. No way. Um, So those are the five big trailers. Uh, Which is your favorite? If you had to pick a favorite, what's your favorite? Favorite just pure trailer? Yeah, out of the five. Which one's got you hyped? Oh, I mean, if all those movies, the one I'm most excited to see? Yeah. Probably Glass. Interesting. Glass or Shazam? Interesting. Godzilla's just got me so confused. And I don't know much about... All sure. the like, former movies of, of them. And all, all the, the Toho different... productions yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't know those as well. That'll be our next... Um, uh, oh, my God. That'll be our next free refill series. There you go. Just do it all on Godzilla films. Aquaman, I'm just... Again, I'm I'm, I'm guarded. Cautious. Anything. You've been hurt before. I've been hurt. <laughs> Shazam Roar reminds me of like Wonder Woman, where it's sure. like we're going a different direction. We're doing something different. Mm-hmm. Aquaman reminds me of things we've seen already from sure. DC. So... That's why I'm a little bit guard. Fantastic Beast, don't get me wrong, looks good. Looks fine. But, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's another Harry Potter movie. Sure, so. sure. I, I'm hyped for all of them. The, the Godzilla trailer, I can't even tell you. Like, I watched that trailer <laughs> ten times. It's the music. It's the music. It's gorgeous. The cinematography. It is Just beautiful. the widespread destruction and the fact that it, it there are so many questions has me intrigued. Um, so let's... Let's spend the last part of it. I do want to talk about what wasn't there this year, David, because this year and there have been some years in the past where some big you know, studios and projects didn't show up to Comic-Con. But this year, a few big ones. HBO didn't show up. No Game of Thrones. No Westworld. Not much to talk about that, I guess. Um, but a big one was 20th Century Fox. Now, they did bring the Predator. Mm-hmm. And they did have a Deadpool 2 kind of, I don't know, super duper, you know, they're releasing what they're calling the super duper cut, which is the director's cut or whatever it is on, on DVD and Blu-ray. And so they kind of had a big panel that was kind of a big celebration, kind of a victory lap for the Deadpool 2 team and everybody who liked it. And they showed deleted scenes and stuff. But 20th Century Fox has some big movies coming out within the next year and a half that they just... We're not going to spend the money to promote them. You know, they have mm-hmm. two X-Men movies that they've pushed back. And we're supposed to be getting Dark Phoenix early next year. And then we're supposed to be getting the New Mutants, which already had a trailer out more than a, it felt feels like a year ago. Sure. That got pushed back to 
a, a year from now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Bad Times at the El Royale. They have that X-Men knockoff-looking movie, The Darkest Minds. Didn't promote any of them. Yeah. And I think the one that I find the most curious is they have this... They have Alita Battle, Battle Angel, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the, the sci-fi action movie where the girl has the CGI big anime eyes, right? This is movie's a hard sell for some people. You got Robert Rodriguez, you got James Cameron, you got John Landau, you got the production company behind Avatar, you got the special effects behind Avatar, but it looks weird. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a roll of the dice. It's risky. And they didn't do anything official for Comic-Con. They had a little off-site screening. And then today, or as we're recording this, the morning that we're recording this, they did a live stream trailer premiere with Q&A with, John, with James Cameron, John Landau, and Robert Rodriguez that like 500 people watched. Like they are getting no traction with this movie. I'm baffled by that. Like, I don't know why they didn't show up. The only thing I could say is maybe it's related to what everybody believes is the impending sale of them. Again, it still doesn't make sense to miss out that marketing opportunity. Um, And I don't think anybody who's purchasing would want to lose that unless, like, whoever's pending to buy them is saying, like, we're crossing off half this crap and not doing it which would be insane it would be insane but we've seen some insane things lately you know what was also missing that you forgot about another group that didn't show up there yeah this time last year we had tom cruise the mummy and we had the dark universe Ah. we're supposed to be getting bride of frankenstein february 14 2019 was the original date yeah that shit ain't happening that ain't happening with javier bardem no none of that shit's Uh, happening but that's that was originally the plan Mm -hmm. the question is whether this whole dark these dark universe movies are even gonna happen i mean mummy didn't do great no and although i would see more tom cruise mummy movies i would see javier bardem Frankenstein yeah, movie. Are you kidding me? I would see. I would see Johnny Johnny Depp, Depp Invisible, Invisible Man. Man. I'd see Angelina Jolie, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. So, I'd see Russell Crowe, Jekyll and Hyde. Absolutely. So they had such good casting around that. And nothing did Cruz's Mummy not putting it on Cruz by any means, but did that movie tank the entire plans for Dark Universe? I mean, there. Uh, it's very possible. There have been. It's not like Universal. I mean, Universal obviously has uh, that Fast and the Furious yeah. money to fall back on. Sure. But they'll, they'll be fine. But they need to start. Like, they have this entire catalog of monsters. Yeah. That um, they're not taking advantage of. Absolutely. Uh, and so I think there was actually news about that um, in May where uh, a couple of people, I think there was a producer or there was an artist, a poster artist or whatever, tweeted that he met with like the Dark Universe team. And um, that's interesting. June 29th, 2018, there was something about how uh, the unseen and some different things about trying to kick it off. Because they tried to kick off the Dark Universe back in 2014 right. with Dracula Untold. Right. And that didn't start. Nope. And then they tried with The Mummy. And that doesn't seem to have started. I mean, so. the mummy made more money than Justice League did. So it's true. 
You know, well, I don't know that you want to compare yourself, but no. But if we're talking flops, I get you. I get you. If we're talking worldwide flops, like, well, actually, no, I take it back. The Mummy did not make more I was than Justice say, League I, did. I would be surprised if that was true. The, I the Mummy did had not Pepsi make more. Challenge than you no. on Black that. Panther made more than Justice League did domestically than Justice League did worldwide. Well, um, Black Panther also was ridiculous was phenomenal so uh but but that brings up the last one that didn't show up no marvel presence this year the only marvel presence at comic-con this year was a little pop-up truck that was like a uh it was a big avengers pop-up truck and it had a big hulk with arms out and it was hashtag group hug and it was all these motivational posters it was basically like a safe place to come and like hug it out in 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 morning of what happened in infinity war i don't mind i didn't mind that that's funny yeah absolutely well and like what do you need to do at comic-con right captain marvel's coming out when um march march yes so you're still a ways away yep they're not ready to release a trailer yet freaking infinity wars still in theaters yep so doesn't come out till may the next second of the fourth avengers yeah so i mean it's not like you really need to do much and if you know, I mean, they could have just out of spite smashed DC's, all of DC's They kind of just were like, DC, you need this yeah. here. Take it. Take the win. Well, um, I mean, they need to set it up for when they go and buy them down the road when Disney Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Crossovers upon crossovers upon crossovers. Um Nah, I think you're right. I think I don't think that they need to convince anybody to see Captain Marvel. They don't need to convince anybody to see Avengers 4. And they're keeping it really close to the vest on what they're going to do with Phase 4. Like, I genuinely think that either... And you brought up an interesting question, which is, are they going to punt on Comic-Con next year to go to D23 in August to do the big announcements and i don't think they will i think they're gonna go to comic-con and i think they're gonna have some big announcement shit moving forward with the with the plans for the franchise just like disney's movies are gonna be on netflix yeah like (laughs) disney's gonna start its own streaming service i know that's what i'm saying yeah they're gonna start their own comic-con like when you own half the comics you can just start your own comic-con it'll be really interesting to see what happens but i think next year i think this time next year we're going to have a really much clearer idea on what Phase 4 is because you know that you're going to get more Black Panther. You know that they're making another Spider-Man movie. You know that they just hired a director for the a Black Widow movie. Like These movies are going to be happening. It's just a matter of when and in what order and what their plan is. Um, and this is something that Marvel has set themselves up for. I mean, they did an entire press conference, a huge deal, where they announced their entire slate of films and then they announced civil war and they announced and they brought out robert downey jr and chris evans to square off and then they brought out chadwick boseman announced him as black panther like they did all of that Uh, apropos of nothing they did that in their own press conference so marvel is kevin feige with marvel has the pt barnum in him he's a showman and he's playing this real close and letting this game end game play out before he reveals his next, well, I think next he also chapter. with the what they chose to do with the whole car there, like I think they're giving Marvel fans the break they probably need of like <laughs> probably like we just did this super you know emotionally 
ending to something that people have been waiting for for a long time right. in the Infinity Gauntlet, like you might cheapen it a little bit if only two, three months later you start making splashes with all this post Infinity War stuff. So absolutely. So it'll be super interesting, but. But that's going to do it for our Comic-Con this year. I mean, there's still a lot of movies coming out that we don't have trailers for. There's still a lot of stuff coming out that that we're really excited for. As always, do us a favor. Remember that you can subscribe to this podcast and get it delivered to your smartphone for absolutely free, no matter where you listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. You can get us and you can subscribe to us. Do us a favor. Like us. Rate us. Give us a rating on there. Give us a little review. We really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter. You can find all of these trailers. We tweeted all of these trailers out on our Twitter. We're going to do it again for this episode. So you can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, at The Popcorn Diet. And then, of course... You can follow us on our website, popcorndietpodcast.com. We have all of our recent episodes up there. We have all of our articles. We wrote a piece of news that we didn't even touch on this week is that James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We don't even have the time to get into that today, but there's a whole article about that and that and everything that went on there on our website, so you can go check that out. But David and I are going on the road after this podcast. We will be doing our annual podcast from a hotel room in boston next week we'll be talking about mission impossible fallout and tom cruise we're very excited for it so until then for the canadian machine mr david melhorn i am your very best good movie buddy rick williamson and we'll see you next time with mission impossible fallout on the popcorn diet adios